Welcome to the Love is Viral show. I'm your host, Jeanette Schneider, the founder and CEO of Live Media and the creator of the Live Pocket Coach on the Apple App Store. Our premise at Live is simple. A healthier you today leads to a healthier world tomorrow. Our guests include neuroscientists, therapists, professors, coaches, authors, yogis, speakers, entrepreneurs, and those who believe that a bigger, better life can be found at the intersection of mindfulness and science. Join me as we nerd out with a little bit of soul. The Love is Viral show is a live media production. My daughter Olivia joins me again to discuss the confusing landscape of complex emotions, boundaries, and confidence. Olivia named Love is Viral, would like to be a scientist and child author, recently skipped third grade, and is equal parts logic and soul. This episode was spurred by a deep conversation we had about the confusing intersection of happy and sad and her literal question. Mom, can you explain this new emotion to me? Welcome to my world. Hi, this is Jeanette Schneider, and I am here with the Love is Viral show with my special bonus episode guest, who's becoming a regular, Miss Olivia. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. So Olivia and I had a really great conversation last night. We have very deep conversations. And she had asked me a question because she had an experience where she felt something that she thought was a new emotion, and she wanted to describe it to me. Can you kind of explain what this new emotion that you were trying to understand was? Yes. So it's like you feel lonely. Well, basically... You're, like, confident in yourself, and you're confident in yourself that you can entertain yourself, do a bunch of stuff alone, so you're still happy, but then you would also really like it if someone were with you and you weren't completely alone. So she was confused by this because she had a multiple of feelings all at the same time. Yeah. And the example that you gave me was, like, if you have a friend who wants to hang out, but you don't like their other friends, right? Yeah, like, um, so I had, I was kind of in a group of friends. There were four of us, including me. And my three other friends, they went to go sit by a girl in my class that I don't like, and she's kind of mean. And... So I sat by myself, and I was confident that I could entertain myself and all that. But then I would also like it if someone were sitting with me. Right. And so we talked about the fact that sometimes we can have many emotions at the same time, right? Because you were like, you might have felt a little lonely, but you were in a room full of people, right? Yeah. So you were just kind of sitting alone, but you're confident in yourself that you can think, read, whatever. Yeah, and I can, like, do things independently. Yeah, so you don't need people there to, like, entertain you. I'm not my little brother who needs help with everything, even going to the bathroom. (laughs) So you can do a lot of stuff on your own. Yeah. But what we we talked about was the fact that you made a choice. That was a conscious choice, right? You made a choice to be alone because you'd rather be alone than hang out with someone who had not been kind to you. Yeah. So what you did was actually you kind of expressed your own boundaries. Like, you have boundaries, and you know what kind of friends you want in your life. Like, what kind of friends are important for you in your life? Friends that are loyal and friends that wouldn't think, oh, you're friends with her? Well, I'm not going to be friends with you because you already have enough friends. 
And so, and do you mind that your other friends went and talked to this person? Did that bother you? Not at all, because I respect who they think their friends are and who I think my friends are. Got it. And you probably had different experiences with this person, right? Like, that's one of the other things, like, I'm really proud of is that you're very you're able to share friends with other kids. Yes. Like you have a friend that you've had since you were eight months old and you guys are super tight, but she has made other friends and you've made other friends. But what I've noticed is that neither of you feel territorial because you're so confident in your friendship. Yeah. Like, so the friend I've had since I was eight months old, she, well, she's friends with mom's boyfriend's daughter mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm her friend as well, but I don't feel territorial, like, hey, you can't be friends with her. Right, because you recognize that everyone has their own relationships, and you want to be friends with other people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, she, Olivia asked me if she could come up with a new word for the feeling that she felt, which is basically just a group of feelings all at the same time, right? And that could yeah. be confusing to a kid when we're like, oh, well, this means you're sad, and this means you're happy, and this means you're whatever, then if you're, like, coming up with a new word, you'll be able to recognize the emotion more often, and it's easier for you to understand. So what was the word? Slopey. So what does slopey stand for? Slopey. The S in slopey is for sadness. Okay. Because you could be happier that... You could be happier if you had someone with you. Okay. And then the low part, that's from loneliness... And then the P part, that's from happy, like the very end of happy. So it's it's truly because you can feel sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. Because you have a lot of confidence in yourself, and you're very good at being alone. And you can feel lonely and confident that you are, too, at this very same time. Do you think that there's a difference between loneliness and being alone? Yeah. There's a difference? Yeah. Being alone means you're actually alone, but then loneliness is when you feel like you're alone all the time or something. But then being alone... Being alone, yes, it can come with loneliness, but it can also go by itself. Like, you're normally all social, and you're not alone, and you have people around you. But then when you're when you are alone, that's just like a little break. And then you could get back to socializing a lot the next day or something like that. So there I believe there's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Do you think that it's hard for kids when they feel multiple feelings at the same time? It's not hard, just confusing. It's confusing? Yeah. And that's why you asked me, like, hey, mom, I'm feeling this new thing. Yes. Well, one of the things, like, I really love about you is that you're very boundaried, right? You know who you are and you know who you want to have in your life. But you're not mean to people. You just are kind of like, I choose to do this. I choose to go to this other space because this person has made me feel bad or we just don't get along. And I think that that's a really important place to be where you can be confident enough to express those boundaries and be confident enough to be alone in a a space with other people. Yes. And so I respect my friends' boundaries too. And if my friends want to go do something that I normally wouldn't and I normally don't do it, 
I mean, I'll go with them. Even if I don't like it, I rarely do it, so it's fine. I'll probably just forget about doing that in the first place. And maybe I actually won't forget about it because it was a good time, and then I realized I actually liked the place after going for a few times. So you're willing, you're flexible. Yeah. Or you're trying to be more flexible. What? Or you're trying to be more flexible. You're trying to be like, I don't think I want to go, but I'm going to see what it's like because I respect my friends, my friendships. I'm always so fidgety. You are very fidgety. (laughs) You have a lot of energy running through you. And my panda is always staring right where I am. So let me ask you this. Like, do you have any advice for kids on how to have like healthy and happy friendships? What is it? Sometimes you have to respect what they want. Don't always tell them what you want to do. And don't always be like, well, I'm not going because you think you don't like something. Or you say you don't like something. Yeah. And also, if your friends want to do something that you've never tried and you just don't want to go, why not try it out? You might actually like it. I like that. What do you? What advice would you give to parents who are having a hard time explaining boundaries to their kids? Like, um, how, how do you understand them? So, if, like, explaining boundaries if your kids don't know what they are or something, just tell them boundaries are like rules. Everyone has them. You know, my boundary is, da, 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 whatever your boundary is, or one of your boundaries are, And they can be like, oh, so these are my boundaries. Or like, so if my friend is doing something to me that I don't like, I can tell them, this is my boundary, and please don't. Like, well. Cross it. Please respect my boundary. Please respect your, yes, absolutely. I think that that's very, very important. It's important for kids to understand what their boundaries are. Because if they don't and they just tell someone, like, I do not like this, and that could be confusing, then that person might do it again. But then if if whoever had that boundary says, this is my boundary, this is like a rule, I don't want you to do this ever. Do you think it's hard for kids to feel confident enough to express their boundaries? Or do you think that they do it in their... Like, in their own way. Because, like, I think some kids express their boundaries because they're like, no, right? Instead of saying, hey, don't do that again. And that just comes with time and age. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I was a baby, I had a ton of boundaries, and it took you guys. Didn't take you long to figure out my boundaries because I would scream at everything I didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we had to also teach you that sometimes the things that you don't like you could grow to like, right? Yeah. And so you had to learn how to be flexible. So there was like a, a give and take. But I think that the important thing for us has always been like if a friend tells you no or they can't do something, you respect that because they're telling you, and this is something like I think we've talked about before, like how you tell people and how you respond to people and how you interact with people, you're teaching them how to treat you, right? Mm-hmm. So if they just bulldoze over you and don't respect your boundaries and you keep allowing it to happen over time you're going to kind of like lose pieces of yourself because you're not you're not being true to yourself like and you're gonna lose your boundaries and even though you don't like something you just don't say anything about it eventually 
Right. And that person keeps doing it. When you be, but when if you let it happen for a few times, like I would usually give someone three chances, and I'm like, no, don't do this ever again. This is my boundary, and I will give you another warning if you do this again. What I love about you, I remember having this conversation one time because this took me until being an adult to figure out. Like, I didn't know how to do any of the stuff that we're talking about because we didn't have boundaries when I was a kid. And I I wasn't allowed to express boundaries when I was a kid. Why weren't you allowed to? Because I grew up in a time where it was like the parents are always right, right? And so you weren't allowed to, like, argue back or express yourself. You just did what your parents wanted because I grew up in a time that was very different than you guys are growing up where we want you to learn how to establish boundaries. But I remember you telling me one time, Mom, kids think because I'm nice that they can just push me around. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. But what I love about you is, like, you'll be kind to a point, and then you're like, hey, bucko, listen here. Here's the deal. And I also remember... I told you that a boy pushed me in class, and you said he pushed me because he liked me. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, let's break that one down. That's one. You came home and said, Mommy, is it true that if a boy pushes you, it's because he likes you because a teacher told you that? Do you remember that? No. It was when you went to Maryhill. Because I was like, that is not true. That boy doesn't have the right words, right? Because some boys... If he liked me, he wouldn't be like, Bleh. Or anything like that. Well, I think for... Because the conversations we've had, because I feel very strongly, I can't stand it when people say, oh, he's just doing that because he likes you because it's not teaching boys how to effectively use their words. Right? Yeah. Boys use violence to try and get around, and most girls don't understand what they're trying to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if a boy just randomly comes up to you and he has a crush on you or something, and he's like, and you were my age when that happened, you would be really confused. It, you, it is very confusing, and that's why I never think it's right to say the words, a boy does it because he likes you, and then just, like, leave it at that. If he does it because he likes you, it's because his parents didn't teach him appropriate language, and that's not the right type of boy to be spending time with, right? Because do you want to be around a boy who pushes you? No. Well, some I have, I'm forced to be around a boy who pushes me because he's my brother, <laughs> But that's different. Yeah, you kind of stuck with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have a choice with that one. Oh, that's funny. Well, is there anything that you want to share in this in this episode? Anything to say to kids from your heart? Or parents? I will say to parents, if you're raising a toddler or something, try to teach them at that age... That they can tell people what they don't like sometimes, and they can use their words, especially with boys. And if boys like something, instead of being violent to express their feelings, you can tell them, why don't you just use your words and teach them how to do that? Yeah. You also think that it's okay for boys to cry and to share their emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. Um, once Luke told me that... Like, he was crying, and I asked him what's wrong, and he said, he said, I'm not crying, I'm a boy, I don't cry, boys don't cry. And what did you say? I said, everyone cries, and there's always a reason for it. Sometimes it's someone else's feelings, 
but their feelings probably have a reason as well. Yeah. So I just told him that anyone can cry, and there's always a reason for it. And he said, well, Daddy told me boys don't cry. <laughs> Daddy told me boys can't cry. And we've agreed that your dad is not um, emotionally in touch yeah. with his tears. Well, he's getting a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> now he'll I'm will, glad. Like, he tells Luke... That it's good that he's that he's trying to be tough, and he's always tough. And now he he used to say boys don't cry. Now he's saying anyone can cry, and if you have to, just go for it. Do you think that that's because of your influence? Because you've influenced your dad, and you've convinced him. Mm-hmm. What have you said that's been helpful? Um. I told him that if he yells at Luke while Luke is crying, it just makes him cry harder because Daddy's just like a big, giant monster while Luke's a tiny little boy. Yeah, so it's overwhelming, huh? And you told Luke that you'll be his emotional supporter, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. And I love because Olivia is like her plan. She continues to change what she wants to do in life. But after we started these videos, what did you tell me that you want to be famous for? I want to be famous for, like, helping people, like, emotionally supporting anyone, people. Why do you think that you feel so strongly about helping people with emotions? Because if you help someone to understand their emotions better, Mm -hmm. then they'll feel, like, more emotionally confident than they ever were before, and they'll feel better when they have an emotion because they're like, I know what this emotion is, and why is it this emotion? And they use it as information, right? As opposed to just reacting and creating more drama or more problems or more whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then for happiness, you don't really have to ask yourself. You're just like, I'm happy. This is a great thing. (laughs) I feel joy. (laughs) Yeah. And we talked about the fact that love and joy have the highest vibrations. Yes. Right? And those are the best emotions to feel. They're like, so sound vibrations through the air. When you're happy and joyful, your voice gets like, bigger vibrations. Like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> all around the room. Like, pew, pew, pew. And your voice gets louder when you're happy or joyful. But then when you're sad or something, your voice is really soft and it's like, so your sounds and your voice and your human vibration is smaller yeah is lower and then when you're happy instead of going like it's like the sound vibrations is like this i'm gonna i'm gonna move this chair so i can show you (laughs) with enough room okay it's like Okay, now I'm bringing the chair back. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that demonstration. I think everyone appreciates it. I think I kicked the table on accident. Is there anything else that you think is important to share? No. No? You're good? Yes. You're set. Yes. How do you think people can make love go viral? By spreading hugs. Spread hugs. Hashtag spread hugs. 
Rawr. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate everyone listening to Olivia's bonus episodes. She has a personal mission to help people with their emotions, especially understanding kids and what they need. Thank you for listening to these 19 minutes of talk. <laughs> Thank, thanks for being at our TED Talk. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for joining today. I adore Olivia's personal mission and hope that she brings a little joy and light into your day. As always, please subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget to share with your friends. We are always interested in content that uplifts, so if you have ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at dearlive at loveisviral.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loveisviral.media or visit our website at loveisviral.com. Apple users, don't forget to give the Live Pocket Coach a try by downloading it for free for seven days. 